welcome to episode, what was it, six? Yeah, episode six of season five. I can't believe I'm still doing a show. Uh, uh, I still can't believe either. Uh, joining me today is a wonderful actress from New York City, Mika Irariz. Oh, if I'm pronouncing it correctly. Mm-hmm. Yes, you, you're doing it great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she is a, as I said, a, a actress from New York City, uh, known her for the past couple of years. Uh, and yeah, we're going to be talking about why she got into acting, um, stuff like that too. So take it away. Awesome. So, well, mm-hmm. yeah, sorry. Uh, so my first question is, fairly easy. How'd you get into uh, performing arts? Well, I always wanted to be an actress ever since I was a child. Like literally I was one of those children that I knew from like the jump that I wanted to be acting and stuff like that. I always liked that as a kid. I used to be in like plays and stuff like that as a child. And even when I went to high school, I joined this small group of students who were Spanish like me. So we had like a kind of like a Spanish performing art situation. So um, I used to perform and do plays with them and stuff like that. So I just always knew I wanted to be in that type of industry. And then later on when I was 18, I got into modeling too and stuff like that. But the acting since I was a kid and then I kind of got into it more in like high school and then college and stuff like that. That's when I started really like studying it and I like doing plays and stuff like that. that that's how I started, yeah. When you were growing up and you had that like acting itch, uh, did you have any, uh, I want to say influences? I mean, both both acting influences and maybe influences that were around you to say, yeah, keep going forward, especially, you know, I kind of wish my high school had like a, a drummer, uh, drama class or something like that because, you know, it would have been great, but yeah, it didn't have like a drama class uh like I think they have one now but it's like when I was there like maybe 15 20 years ago it was like no they, they didn't have it. it that's crazy yeah. usually most most high schools have it now um I think oh I would say <laughs> uh well I didn't necessarily have influential people around me that were acting and stuff like that but um it was just something that I just because I would just watch all these like shows on TV and just I just always was kind of like I don't know like I don't know how to explain it but it was just more like I just felt it in me and I would just watch all the shows and I was like inspired by that and I was like I want to be that person I want to be on stage I want to be in a movie like that so it wasn't really like people around me per se because actually in my family I don't really think there's any actors I don't believe so. Um, so yeah, it was just more like just me watching shows as a kid and wanting to be in the shows and just kind of like that was like the inspiration I got pretty much off of watching things and just feeling it in me. That was I, it. Yeah. I, I think I had the same thing where it's like I, I only have a cousin in acting, right? And I would always hear about her stuff and like you know, movies and stuff like that too. And but it's like I grew up watching a lot of movies and I was like, I'm mm-hmm. so enthralled into a lot of these performances and stuff like that too. It was like, I was like, you know, one day I want to be on the screen and do all that stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. You know Same. Yeah, it was like that. Nowadays, I'm like, 
do I really want to do this stuff? And it's like, do, do, I really, <laughs> do I really want to suffer through like nine weeks of filming or something like that just to get to a couple of good scenes? But yeah, yes, I do. But uh, and- if you love it, of course, you, you don't care about all of that. You know what I mean? It's like, and plus, yeah. I feel like stage acting, like being a theater, I don't, I don't really do a lot of theater. I used to when I was in high school, but theater and like film is just so different, you know, how different, like how on film you have to like film the same scene like a hundred times as opposed to like when you perform in a theater, it's just like you go, you perform and it's never the same performance which is awesome. That's a good thing about theater. That's one of the reasons why I kind of like lean towards theater than I do with filming because every time I do film or get an opportunity to do film, I was like, do I really want Because it's weird because like filming does like kind of like wear you out because I've only done like maybe a few short films especially for college and and I'm not like knocking against that. It's like if you do short films in college, that's sort of like the bread and butter of being an actor. That's sort of like a Ooh, excuse me. That's sort of like the uh, the stepping stones into becoming an actor, especially if you're in college and you do like a you know a few short films in college, that sort of stuff like that. But it's the process of doing that that's kind of like that tires me out. And it's like so I really, mm-hmm. especially with you know with uh, COVID and being like stuck in the house like for most of the time, even though I do like walk outside and do stuff, you know, do other stuff. But it's like you know. It's odds like when you're kind of like stuck in one place and weird thing with filming on a set and filming on a stage, it's like you have much more of a free experience on the stage rather than being on a set because on the set, you're kind of like, again, stuck in one place, but mm-hmm. this, the place is like maybe fixed with a stage. You can kind of like move around the second action, move around and all that stuff. But on this, on a uh, filming something, you're kind of like stuck with the same set and everything for like maybe four or five hours. And you hours. can't really move. Yeah, like, and then it's like, if there's a camera frame or there's like an, a specific angle or a shot that they want to film, then you can't yeah. move too much out of that frame. You have to do this. You have to look this way so it looks good on camera. Like, it's just a lot of like technical things. You know, yeah. I feel like people just think that you go and you film and it's like, you know, no, it's actually like, you have to film the same thing over and over and over. You have to do the, the first actor's angles and you have to do the other actors, whatever, close up this, you know, it's like a whole, it's just very, it's very technical. I I like film, I don't mind it. I, I, I actually prefer it over, no, the thing is I do think theater is better, but I still prefer film, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I think- And I also feel like- <laughs> Sorry, my dog. <laughs> I also feel like, um, hey, stop it. I'm filming <laughs> something. He hears okay. people in the street and then he barks. Anyways, um, so yeah, I still feel like I'm also not very good at projecting my voice for theater. You know, you have to have a really good yeah. voice projection. And I feel like I don't really have a lot of, you know, voice projection techniques if that's how should i call it like yeah it's a lot of you know projection in the voice and then just learning how to do like i used to take like voice and movement classes back in college and stuff like that because that does help but it is tough theater you have to have a really loud voice you know really project i feel like you have a, a 
like it look you, you give me the vibe that you have like a good projection for like the theater and stuff like that thank you uh, uh people have always told me that i have a great voice for radio and stuff like that too and you do I always, yeah I, I always believe it but at the same time i'm like when i'm on stage i like i have the same problem it's like i don't know how to like project my voice enough because i seem to do better when it's in a black box because black box is a very small environment you don't have to worry mm -hmm. about uh you don't have to worry about like the uh if some person from bleachers has got to be hearing me it's like you don't have to worry about if the person who is like maybe three feet in front of me can actually hear me but when i'm out on a big stage i'm like oh do i really have the do i really have the voice to really carry about all my you know what have what have you all the way up to the vip mm -hmm. that's that's when it comes that's when the challenge really comes you know like really projecting so that everyone yeah there here you know so i feel like that's that's you know you have to really have a lot of just have a great voice have a lot of training and it's good you know yeah. and uh it, it, it's funny because i'll be on my uh it'll be uh <laughs> it'll be on my i'll be working sometimes and my my experiences as, as an actor has allowed me to actually really carry my voice around sometimes so and i you know a couple like you know a couple of times i'll be doing my job and and i'm trying i'm trying not to say what job it was but because you know it is possible that some of my students doesn't go okay, you know, uh, we don't know him so uh so a couple i think i remember like maybe last month or so before i got you know unfortunately fired from this job but a couple of months ago when i was working that job i would be doing like a hosting portion of the job and then suddenly you know my voice as an actor would probably carry about so I would be talking to people. Some, so sometimes when I'd be talking to people, the the voice in my acting could, could you know like kind of come out. So it'd be very stern and something like that. But at the same time, I'm like, and I, I'd be like walking away. I'm like, wow, my voice really just carried away. It's like you know, it's like you know. Now that you're saying that, um, it's funny because I work with this guy. I work in a restaurant, and I work with this guy. He's a server, and he's and he used to do theater. Or I don't know if he still does it his voice is like insane it's so loud and so like he just projects it so much and he was telling me how people sometimes he goes up to them to talk to them or whatever read them and stuff like that and they kind of like you know feel like he's intimidated because it's like but he doesn't do it on purpose it's yeah. just the way he speaks but for some people it might be a little like too much you know what i mean like because people are not used to loud people like that I think yeah. so he was telling me how he he tries and he's trying to work on sort of like lowering his voice a little bit but he's like I just can't help it like this is I have a theater voice you know he just projects so much it could be super loud in a place you could be in a in a loud bar or whatever and you could still hear him clearly it's yeah. that like yeah so he was just telling me how people can feel like a little bit intimidated by it when you have a job like a normal job like that or whatever you know yeah. so that's why that you're mentioning that it's kind of funny because my friend kind of like felt the same way and people feel like attacked 
even though you're not attacking them. It's weird. And and the funny thing is, uh, and this kind of like goes into my next uh, into another question of mine, which is essentially uh, we're both from New York, and New York actors kind of like have that. I don't want to say that that notion of being all very loud, like New York. Well, New Yorkers have that notion of being all loud, disrupted, all that stuff. So it's like, and whenever I would be talking, it was like, well, I ha I, ha I do have that New York flair. I do have that New York and stuff like that too but i am also an actor so i have that very uh acting quality you know type of voice and all that stuff too and i'm just like you know it's especially when you're being taught in mm -hmm. in a pl in place like new york city and your voice has to carry especially because of where you're kind of like out because uh uh, you know, I live in a very quiet neighborhood, but sometimes, you know, some idiot will, like just yesterday, some idiot will be driving by and it'll be like, you know, rubbing up their engine, like, it, like in a very quiet neighborhood and you just be hearing it like all throughout the neighborhood until like, as they like. Down the um, yeah, I know. I know. I, and, I hear stuff like that too. And when you're in a place like, you know, Manhattan and stuff like that too, it's, it's like, commonplace to hear uh, to essentially talking over the sound of your voice and stuff like that too especially if uh you're on like times square or something like that and you're just walking on the block and you gotta call someone on your phone so you're kind of like having to like reach out and like like not really yell in, in your phone but still at the same but time you kind of have to sometimes yeah. uh, and you know i feel i feel i'm sorry to interrupt you but i also feel like what? with the masks with the masks i feel like because, you know, like I said, I my, my side job is like in a restaurant. So I have to talk to people with the mask. And sometimes the music is loud. I'm wearing the mask and I have to get so close or, or I have to yell for them to understand what I'm saying because they can't hear me. They just, you know, I'm wearing a, a face covering. It's music, you know, and people just have a hard time hearing you. Like it's I, I find that challenge in myself because I'm, I'm, a, I'm my voice is not that loud. I have a relatively quiet voice. So when I'm trying to speak to people, it's just kind of like, yeah. makes it harder. Uh, but again, it goes into my next question, where it's just like someone who is both a New Yorker and haven't been taught in a very, I, I want to say, uh, I don't want to say like the New York way of acting, which is essentially a different way of acting. Because whenever I think of it, it's like the New York way of acting, I think of like the very, Broadway, like not really like Broadway theater, but so like you just have like the notion of being taught in New York, where it's just like when you're kind of when you're taught in New York depends on uh, like a lot of my teachers have brought out a, like the good like the goodness of my uh, acting, but also like the like really have trained to how I talk and and. Yeah, my question is essentially, uh, as a New York actress, like, what is your experiences both uh, working in New York City as an actress, but also uh, dealing with essentially the same things? Where it's just like, you know, uh, I feel like I've I've been on a lot of auditions because of my accent. It's like they just don't want to hire someone who has a, like a very thick, I don't want to say thick accent, but at the same time, they just don't want to hire someone who has like an accent, where it's just mm -hmm. like, 
yeah, where it's just like, I just, it's like, they don't want to have someone who kind of like jumbles up his words because he just can't sound correctly because of uh, the way I speak in New York City. So it's like, do you, you know, as a New York actress, do you have like the same, uh, the same, well, not the same experiences, but what are your experiences being an actress in New York City? Where it's just like, do you have the same, like, you know, I'm talking, you're like, I think you. No, I think I know what you mean, but um, I've had. So well, obviously now with COVID, everything has changed, and you know, everything has become so virtual. But I used to go on a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of auditions before. But I feel like the auditions I always go to are always kind of like seeking, because that's one thing you obviously always will apply to things that cater to you. So I know you're saying like in terms of like accent i think you're talking about like because i'm spanish like my oh. I have a spanish background and like i have like an accent is that what you mean well i don't know it's like just access in general i think yeah well i've had i've had like all, most of the auditions i've gone to have I've, I've had really good audition experiences i barely had any bad ones i feel like i've been lucky in that aspect and usually yeah. i've been um I've been on auditions that usually always cater to like me and like they're always kind of like seeking like my look yeah. or like the way I speak or whatever. I do have applied to certain things where like they're like we want a New York accent or we want a Puerto Rican accent or we want this. And I kind of feel like I know how to do those accents only because I have like Puerto Rican friends. So like I, I hear yeah. them talking all the time or like I have like a, I could be like, oh, I have like a Queens accent. Or because every accent in New York is different. It's crazy because people have Brooklyn accent, they have Queens accent, there's the Bronx accent, there's this accent. Like it's crazy. I feel like yeah. a lot of people might think, oh, it's just one accent or, or you know, whatever. No, it's actually like and the New York accent is pretty much a variety of accents. It's not even just like one. Yeah. You it, know? I think it's funny because I don't think I've actually heard anybody with a Manhattan accent because when you live in Manhattan, there's like again, there's like thousands of neighborhoods in Manhattan. So it's like, do you have a Lower East Side accent? Do you have an Upper East Side accent? Do you have a Upper West Side accent? Do you have an Upper Manhattan accent? Which is probably closer, which is probably closer to the Bronx. So you probably have accents that if you're in the Upper Manhattan portion, and then you have people who live right next to the Bronx, it's sort of like, do you have like relatively the same accent? So it's like, and again, mm -hmm. I, I live in Brooklyn. So my accent, you know, falls along the lines of very being a very Brooklyn-ish type of accent. So it's like, and I, I do feel like, you know, even if you do have an accent and if you do have an accent, what power to you? Because people who actually have accents have a lot more, like, they, I don't want to say like, they they really relative, uh, relative they really relish, there we go. And, there we go, and that's another thing where it, when an accent is like, you kind of like, almost like, be mindful about how you speak and stuff like that too because you don't want to say the wrong thing and because it's like you say the wrong thing it's like no it's like what you mean is like no I'm, it's just the way I, how I pronounce it so it's like so yeah no I know that's another thing too yeah what you said because I feel like I don't know the way you speak sometimes like like what you were saying that people feel like you sound stern or you sound yeah. like this so it's not, so sometimes 
you might have like a certain accent or like a certain way of speaking and people might take it the wrong way. And I've learned that too with Spanish because yeah. in Spanish, you know, there's so many different Spanish cultures. So sometimes I could say certain things in Spanish, like I'll say like a certain word or like a certain phrase and it could not be offensive to me, but it could be offensive to other people. So yeah, it's like a whole, it's a whole thing with like the accents and the way you talk and the way you talk to people and approach people and it's just it's a whole thing i think new york city is crazy yeah it's it wild yeah it, a lot it of people want to come to new york and yeah there's so much things out here and definitely a lot of jobs a lot of opportunities and a lot of and, and things are coming back together now i feel like with the vaccine and everything things are getting better because i miss going to in-person auditions i miss it i, I just feel like the whole yeah. virtual thing everything is self-taped now yeah literally I've, I've been during the pandemic all the auditions i was doing were all self-taped self-taped like i was just sending like a bunch of self-tapes i was actually glad that i was still getting auditions during the pandemic but um but it was hard you know i wasn't really working i wasn't really booking anything because it was just i wasn't doing absolutely anything i was just really in my house so I just started doing like like YouTube videos and stuff like that. I was like practicing my monologues um, and just that, that was all I could really do. I couldn't really do anything else. You know, I'm pretty sure you had a similar experience. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> speaking of the pandemic and it's sort of like the same, like this uh, has always been like a recurring conversation in my uh, uh, videos or interviews, which was the COVID-19 uh, experience for a past year and a half of just being close to in lockdown uh i say year and a half because probably because of how time this video has uh, come out it'll probably be in july or at least august or so so by that time this video has rolled out uh this will be more hopefully like you just said everything is store like slowly coming back to new york city in terms of this like theater mm -hmm to uh businesses wise because i do miss being in i, I kind of do miss the, the notion of being in in front of people in, in well i don't miss being in front of people okay i miss <laughs> people, but i miss being in front of people for auditions because i do miss yeah that. uh in, in terms of my experience you know i had to graduate online you know i started my semester uh in class uh, I had a great uh, semester already in mind, even though it was like my last semester. It was like I was graduating. I was like I knew I was graduating like in a few like in a few months, and then it's like we hit March, and I'm like everything we had just transferring online. We just like the like literally the first few weeks was like literally trying to figure out how the hell do we like literally how the hell do we transfer everything onto. Uh, mm -hmm online classes when we're like the sad thing where theater is like theater you can't do it online because it's like theater online it's like you can't do it online it's like we like i've done stuff that has shown that we can do theater online but it's like we do miss the notion of we gotta be in front of people and you know uh, we gotta be not only in front of people, but also in front of my, you know, other actors, actresses too, with the, the crew and it's stuff. It's not, like that. it's definitely not the same vibe for sure. Yeah. 
and like, I feel like even with with the auditions too, like yeah, like you send a selfie, but I feel like it's always so much better when you're in front of someone. It's so, such a different. I don't know. Speaking of self taping, uh, do you? Uh, since you had to do more self taping over the the past year or so and you kind of like lean towards the experience of being in front of someone and actually auditioning in front of someone, you know, you know, auditioning mm -hmm. live rather than over the tape. Um, what had, like, do you prefer essentially, ooh, excuse me, do you prefer essentially being in front of people or do, or if the chance comes to it, it's like, would you rather just self tape or is it just like a 50 50 thing? Whereas it just depends on the, the audition where it was like if you know it's got to be a meeting a, a meaty role meaning like you know a, a, a role that probably got to be a lot of people going to be you know going to the audition for and then suddenly it'd be like uh yeah i think it's probably best to uh stay at home and well not stay home but just send my uh, audition like as a self-tape rather than going and being like you know so yeah. I feel like I think you're I feel like right now, yeah. Sorry, I feel like right now with the whole COVID thing, obviously self taping is more safe and you know better in a sense. The only thing is, I feel like personally, um, I always just loved when they were like, "We want to come," you know, "We want to just see you in person. Come here. This yeah. is your time slot." You know, I rather I, I always love that because it's like you go you get to go you get to see them in person they get to see you how you look everything as opposed to i mean obviously in a soap tape you're gonna see that too but i just feel like with soap taping i, I mean i actually had a whole experience with self tapes because at the beginning i wasn't good at it like in the sense that i didn't really you know how you have to have a nice background and you yeah. know you have to have the whole um set up and at least like a ring light or something and like a tripod so at first i didn't have none of these things so my first soap tapes that i ever sent were horrible like i like think about it and i'm like i, I used to send horrible soap tapes and it, and it's with everything as you as you grow and as you like you learn you know you learn you progress or whatever like my my headshots too were horrible like at the beginning so obviously i've progressed a lot and i've I like i've you know i'm obviously way better as i've learned and grown but yeah my, my very first self tapes horrible and obviously now they're good because i have like i bought this like nice background to use for self tapes i have my tripod i have my lights everything but i still prefer for some reason me personally i prefer just kind of like going to a place and audition in front of someone it's just i feel like it's just like a whole different vibe rather yeah. than someone watching you watching a self tape in their phone or their computer or wherever they watch them you know i just feel like it's so much more they could just see really how you look and just see you in person and your performance and performance in person you know and it's just i think it's i don't know because i also find it hard to get readers for my self tapes i don't know if you have the same issue but it's hard i i i couldn't get readers especially in the quarantine because people didn't want to like no one's going to come and read it an audition with me in my house during COVID, you know, it was yeah. hard. So I rather, that's my preference. I don't know what you prefer, but I prefer that I, for I, sure. I prefer being the rear because I like uh, being the rear allows me to be like, you know, 
a few like it's weird because I've been doing this stuff for a few of my friends and you know and then later like once I'm done being the reader I'm like why didn't I just audition the self tape with them because I did a very good cold read it's like I would do a good cold read as a reader but it's like it, it's weird because it's like I don't really have a good background at all in my room so it's like a very small room as it is and I would have to really uh like really work around the stuff in terms of like what is a good uh, thing and you know I do have a tripod and I and you know I do have a camera and all that stuff and it's like I I think with self-taping is just that I just don't want to like and it's weird because self-taping is like I just don't feel comfortable you know presenting myself on camera. I mean, I do feel comfortable presenting myself on camera. It's just, I'd rather, it's like what you just said before, I'd rather be in front of people so they can see who I am personally, rather than who I am, who I'm trying to be on the camera and stuff like that too. Mm -hmm. I feel like, and, and this is another thing where it's just like, I feel like when I'm on camera, as opposed to being in front of someone, in, you know, in front of, you know, uh, different people in auditioning i feel like there's this like two sides where it's just like when i'm on camera it's like okay don't be as um hyperactive as i am or speak faster or something like that and uh, you know try and control myself you know on camera and as opposed to yeah. when, I'm, when i'm in person when i'm in, in person auditioning it's like it's like i have that more free free year experience you know uh, a couple of years ago was a couple, yeah, 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 like a couple of years ago, I was doing audition for uh, one of my four uh, former colleges, and it was an audition where it's like, okay, Brian, they want you to like, they they told me it's like, Brian, can you just like, like, go around and just like uh, be exhausted and stuff like that too? It's like you, you know, your character is a farmer, so yeah, you know, it's like he's been working out in the fields all day, all that stuff. Can we see how that is? And you know, it's like. I run around and all that stuff. I'm just like, and I hit my first line and I was like, I feel like I did good. And then it's like, and then once you do self taping or something like that, and the audition note is like, oh, this character is a farmer. Uh, do you just come and it's like, it's like, do you just hype yourself up to be like, okay, I'm a farmer? It's like something like that. Or it's like, or, you know, uh, do you, uh, do it like uh like if it's like if a different role is like it's like if it's a cop it's like do you just walk in being like oh i'm a cop or something like that it's like when you do an audition in front of people you have that mirror too to like just like allow yourself to really engage with yourself that's like okay this is the role but when you do a self-tape it's just like please do not mess up and it's like you know please do not mess up and it's like and it's just like <laughs> where it's just like uh, let me do it again you know like this like this is the joys of self-taping where, where it's just like okay let me just do it on take you know that that sort of thing where it's just like it's like the thing with self-taping and it's like what i'm trying to say is that there is a disadvantage of essentially um not expressing who you are on tape compared to how you can really express yourself in person yeah for sure and the only i feel like the advantages that it has is that you could do it record yourself a thousand times until you get it right yeah. <laughs> and they're and they won't know you know that would be probably the only good thing 
about self-taping that you could just redo it as many times as you need to until it comes out right or how you want it and then boom you know what I mean um but yeah it's just I also feel like with self-tapes too like a lot of times I'll send you a self-tape like last minute like yeah. you know you I hate those last minute things where it's like oh we need it like by today this and like sometimes it's just like oh god yeah. and then you have to like and it's hard I I have friends who do self-taping at the last minute and I'm not sure how they do it because it's like hey it's like Brian, it's like I gotta do this uh, self tape. Uh, self tape. Could you be my reader? I'm like, when is this supposed to be? He was like, mm, I'm supposed to be sending it up by tomorrow night. I'm like, how long did you have it? Uh, they just sent it up today. I'm like, really? Should and I would yeah. always, I would always have that look up too. It's like <laughs> the, because it's like, like I don't know how they expect you to. Uh, it's crazy. Sometimes it'll be like the same day too. It's like ASAP, do ASAP, like send it ASAP. And it's just like, you know, that's- it, it, it's funny because like, I understand the notion of, hey, you know, this is, you know, this is the entertainment world. And there's like people doing all this stuff like a mile a minute and stuff like that too. And then there are people who are like, like I see myself as not being like a working actor. Like I am a working actor, but I don't see myself as a, a working-ish actor I don't see myself like doing like all this stuff like every few days or something like that where it's just like I just I just rather have it be done like I rather focus on one project than it is on another project and another project so it's like it's odd because in terms of how I do it it's outside that's people outside i I just heard something somebody honk i'm like no yeah it's outside people (laughs) and and i forget i i live with neighbors of course away so it's like it's like uh, anyway again that's the joys of new york city you don't know what you're gonna get when you wake up uh yeah it's it's on is like people will self-tape within the day and then they have to send it out within that day and probably within the night too, where it's just like, and it brings back to my original point where it's just like, I just don't know if I have the the energy to essentially focus on like this one project, this one project, this one project, this one project, all within that same day. I rather just focus on one project per day. So it's just like the same thing where it's like the same thing with acting, where it's just like, I would rather do auditions like every, once a week or maybe even uh once every two weeks because you know doing one audition does kind of like weigh you out because one you know this is new york city you do have to take a train everywhere or a bus depending on the location so you know not only are you fatigued being on a uh, transport thing you know mm-hmm. like it's like you gotta be like be mindful of like not being very fatigued before you audition, so, and also it depends on where your audition is going to be, you know, if it's in uh, Lower Manhattan, you probably got to walk around a couple of blocks before you actually get to your thing. If it's in Midtown, mm-hmm. the same thing. Uh, yeah. Like, this, like the furthest I've ever been for an audition has been um, City College, and City College is like maybe an hour and a half away from where I live, so, you know. Being yeah, that's on, far. Yeah, being on like a 
on a train for an hour and a half just to do an audition for like maybe 15 minutes. Like it is worth the experience because once there, you know, when I had, um, when City College was open, uh, I had to meet with my friends too. So it was like all that stuff. And, you know, I, I love meeting with my friends, catching up with them, but also it's like, and then doing the audition, like, you know, doing the audition, like maybe a few minutes later, it was like, do I really is like do I really have the energy to do this like maybe even once a week? Where it's just like, could I see myself getting a, like taking a, an hour and a half train ride to where city college is and then essentially doing audition? I mean, uh, not necessarily audition, but a rehearsal for like maybe two three hours. Mm -hmm. And even if we're lucky enough to like where it's just like it's a if it's a two three hour audition, sometimes it could be like a four hour audition. So. It, you know, I think it has to do with how I am is just circumstance or at least where it's situational. Like I do understand that when people do uh, self tapes, it's like, oh, okay, just self tape it. And you know, if it's like a, um, a show being like, if it's a, a national, uh, national, if it's like a uh, national showcase show or something like that, uh, say like, a show like Euphoria on HBO is like, mm -hmm. and I've seen uh, stuff for Euphoria being sent out, like almost like, hey, we're looking for X amount of people for, you know, you know, same time, you know, could you send it out at the end of the day or at least try and like at the end of tomorrow night? And, you know, one, it's an HBO show. And two, it's like, do you, it's like, you kind of like, it, it's weird because self-taping has always been very weird for me because like I could help people do with their self tapes but when it comes to me mm -hmm. I, really, I, I really have the notion of and it goes back to my original point is like I'd rather be in front of people rather than trying to be a caricature of how I am in front of people on us on this tape for like a meter or so or yeah minutes. so I agree. I think we're on the, we're, we both agree that it's definitely yeah. way better to work in person for sure. Um, I, I mean, self-tape is really big now. A lot of literally pretty much everything is self-tape, but I, I'm praying and I hope that now that things are getting better and, you know, COVID is, you know, slowly kind of like getting better and stuff like that. Hopefully yeah. the in-person auditions are going to come back again and like, because I just prefer them period you know just for real but I want to make a point now that we're talking about this because how you were talking about the traveling and the distances yeah um when I went when I went to LA um because I wanted to move to LA at one point yeah. um and I still might I mean I don't know we'll see maybe in the future yeah. um because I feel like it's obviously still, it's just as competitive as New York and it's actually a really different vibe from New York. It's like oh, yeah. so, in like extremely different. But um, when I was out there and I was, um, I was looking for these agencies and stuff like that, you know, because I also do like modeling or whatever. So I was going on those auditions. It's so much harder to go on auditions in, in LA because everything is yeah. so far yeah extremely far so oh, there you yeah. need to like you need to have a car you need to yeah. because it's like so far but 
I will say though that the one thing, the ones the one auditions I did go to weren't as overrated and packed as the ones here in New York. Like if I go to an agency out here in New York when like I used to, it will be like a crazy amount of people waiting in line as yeah. opposed to when I went there it wasn't like that it was like less people so I don't know what yeah. that was about but it was definitely like a less amount of people um that would like show up to this thing so I don't know what that's about I actually never really thought of it but it was definitely less packed but more far away like everything is more far away I think mm -hmm. it's weird because there when people do auditions here it's like and it's like the same thing where it's just like when people do auditions here it's very packed it depends on the audition uh, especially if it's like an off-broadway thing or even a broadway thing or mm -hmm. something like that but when you have a uh, the weird thing is like i would always look to see where um agencies are because i would have friends who are by agencies and stuff like that too and it's like, mm -hmm. like where would i find an agency in new york city and it's like and a lot of these agencies you know are rather far away as well far away in terms of like where i live and mm -hmm. where i live in brooklyn and 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 that's like maybe still like a train ride or two to depending on these agencies and like mm -hmm. and, and I've had guests in the past who have who do live in LA or work in LA and something like that. And they all have said that, yeah, you do need a car to essentially uh, work yourself like to and from wherever you are because you, you know, you'd rather be, they rather be on like a car ride and all that stuff rather and and stuff like that too. Or yeah, it, it's weird because, you know, you, you know, you would think in LA is like they probably have the same uh, uh, the same type of uh, trans not trans well transportation yeah yeah like the same type of uh, uh, MTA like not like the same MTA over there but the same type of like buses mm -hmm. and trains over there but it's more of along the lines of a car based city than it is with uh, with New York City no yeah yeah with New York City is like. You have to take the train, or you have to uh, take the bus. And it's definitely easier in New York to get around with trains and with with buses rather than um, over there. You just, I mean, because when I, I I went there like twice, and those obviously I don't. I mean, I wasn't driving over there. I don't even know how to drive. It's like <laughs> the thing is about New York that you don't need a car, so most people don't even need to learn how to drive. And I feel like that's the reason why I haven't learned. Yeah. But um, yeah, like it's exactly. just I was just kind of like taking Ubers or buses or, you know, um, there they do have an MTA over there, but it's like you said, it's not like the one we have in New York for sure. Yeah. It's it's different. So I don't know. LA is a whole different vibe. That's why I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna get used to being out here. And it's also more, from what I saw, um, very much more. It's also like New York. New York is very trendy and fashion and this and that, but out there it's yeah. even, it's like 10 times more. Very much um, like plastic and bougie, I would say. Like it's 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 a lot, yeah. yeah. So, and and same thing with the way people, like it's funny because people would, oh, stop, sorry. I almost like, I have this little stool. <laughs> that was hilarious. 
um people people would like look at me and they were like you're from new york you're yeah. from new york like i could tell you're from new york and i was like i mean i don't know how could people tell i guess it's the accent or just the energy or whatever you know and people just know so i don't know it's a different energy for sure i don't know if you've been there but no i've had friends who tell me hey you know why don't you just spend a week in you in la i'm like do i really want to be out in la for a week or something like that because i uh, i feel like you would i don't know i mean you should try it out just to like see a different maybe angle it, but maybe yeah maybe in the next couple of years if i really want to go out to la and actually really experience myself as an actor there so i will probably try my hand at a, like a like la for you know Brian in LA for like one week or something like that. But another thing about this, this it's it, it's hilarious or uh, or ironic. It's like I want to be an actor, but I'm afraid I'm afraid of heights, so I really don't like to fly. So mm, oh my god, you're not gonna like the flight to go over there. Like the flight, yeah. it's like I hate it too myself. I don't. I'm not afraid of heights, but I don't like flying. I don't like airplanes. I, I'm not like a fan. I hate it. So that's going to be an issue for you for sure because it's, it's, it's pretty annoying and the funny thing is it's like i do want again i want to be an actor so it's like i would have to probably position myself to be in a, a new york-based actor whereas it's like you know uh there'll be like shows that film on in a uh, high word and i'll be like mean tv shows and, and there's me not wanting to leave the bubble that is new york city because it's funny because i've had classes where it's like my professor had told me like New York City is essentially like the entertainment hub of the world, as opposed to like something like LA. Because if you go to if you film in New York City, uh, chances are you could, you could easily be filming in New Jersey or Pittsburgh or even you know somewhere even further down south. I mean, in, on the East Coast, where it's just like. But if you're filming in LA, it's like. It, it's weird because of, like I, the way I hear about LA filming is like it's a lot more artificial or something like that and and I, I feel like you know LA versus New York filming is a whole other discussion all by itself and I really don't want to like go into another like spiel about that but uh but yeah you know I, I, I heard that Atlanta has a lot of acting yeah. right now yeah, that it has a lot of. Yeah, I think um, it, I think it's because Tyler Perry uh, started his own studio over there, and now he's like everybody, like and now because of, you know shows like The Walking Dead and stuff like that too, and them filming Atlanta, a lot more people have been using Atlanta, not only as a stepping stool, but also just being like, hey, you know, this is another good place to go and if you want to be an actor is to go out into a, uh, you know go to the ATL and stuff like that too, where it's just like, okay, it's like go to Atlanta for a couple of days or something like that, just, just to be, uh, you know, just just to, uh, you know, just to like, just to differentiate yourself. And the same thing with Chicago too, is like, there are, it's weird because there are different places in New York, in, in, in the, uh, the United Kingdom. Oh my God, this is way too early for me in the morning. Uh, <laughs> in, in North America, where it's just like, 
uh, you know, there's a lot of places in, in uh, the United mm -hmm. States. And then if you go to Canada, there's like maybe, it's like Vancouver and Toronto and then stuff like that too. And if you go to Mexico, it's probably like, you know, Mexico, well, not Mexico City, but, you know, something like that too. Whereas it's like, it, it, it's weird because it's like, there are like essentially different points of area that you do want to hit. But I feel like if you do want to become an actor, there's only going to be like either two choices. It's like, do you want to live in New York City or do you want to live in LA? And that's always going to be like the same thing. Whereas it's like, uh, and, and the weird thing is like, the weird thing is, is that if you do live in New York City, you do have like a, a lot more uh, roadway to where, where like if you want to go to Chicago, that's probably like maybe, like maybe a, like an AR drive or if you go to uh, mm -hmm. Atlanta, the same thing, or not the same distance, but no yeah but i know yeah I don't live in la that's probably like a that's a plane ride and like a plane ride you know do you really want to you know so it's ironic how in la you need to have a car everywhere to drive but if you live in new york and you have an access to a car get easily just and if it's a out-of-state um and if it's an out-of-state audition that's easily a, a drive away because you just have to drive away but Again, it's, I think when it comes to auditions or just planning work that's in like outside of New York City, mm -hmm. it's a whole different story because you, you really do have to um, uh, pace yourself and also train yourself and all that stuff. And I feel like LA has always been like the, the mainstay of a lot of people. It was like, like when, I would be uh, like a, a first person in college or something like that. And they and, and I'd be like, what do you want to be in like five years? Like, oh, I want to be in LA and all that stuff. I want to be working in LA. And everyone, yeah. yeah. Everyone just wants to be in LA. But, and, and then there would be people who are like veterans and stuff like that too. And they'd be like, it's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't under, I mean, like I said, I'm not saying it's not good and I'm not saying there's not opportunities out there for sure there is of course but it's definitely just as competitive just as hard just as expensive just it, it, you know you would yeah a lot of people like the weather better too you know the whole like it's nice and sunny and and stuff like that but um yeah like I just feel like it's in terms of opportunities I feel like both both New York and LA have opportunities for sure, um, you know, and they're just both as competitive and both as great and whatever, you know, like, like I said, I haven't actually lived in LA. I've just been there to visit twice. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it was just kind of like I, what I mentioned, like the experiences that I had when I went to these agencies and stuff like that, like what I saw, like the kind of people that I saw, like the, the vibe and everything. So, yeah. Um, it's it's funny because it, it, I had the same discussion with a friend of mine a few nights ago. It was like I just like watching films that take place in New York City. It's like watch films that take place in Seattle and L.A. But it, it just wouldn't have the same feel for it. it like I just wouldn't have the same like feel for it. It's like, and he just and he actually just said to me, it was like because they're not home, and I think people who live in L.A. they just like they're just you know, it could be a weather thing or it could be the fact that they get there's a lot more additions there or something like that. But 
when there are people who live in New York City and and they move and then they visit from LA, so they could be like the same thing. Whereas like where it's just like it's not necessarily the same thing for them here as opposed to when in LA, where it's just like, you know, it, it's not manufactured almost. And yeah. And the thing about New York City is like when you're doing audition in New York City, it doesn't feel manufactured. It feels very authentic, real, and all that stuff. And I think in the end, when it comes down to it, I, I you know, I'd rather be auditioning in New York City because that's where you feel more. I that's where I feel the most at home because this is home for me. But also, mm-hmm. this is where I feel the most authentic and real, rather than being, hey, I'm going to be in L.A. for you know. A couple of days and i gotta do a couple of these auditions do i really want to be the la um, mindset or do i really just want to continue on and just bringing that new york mentality into my auditions and mm-hmm. and sometimes it's like what you said before whereas it's like people do see me as a very stern figure that sort of thing too and you know if you do bring that new york city that new york mentality into this audition room People may not want to hire you because, you know, not because you are like a wild person or something like that, because it's like, they're so used to this like LA based thing where it's just like, they're kind of like used to the LA based way of uh, casting. So when someone comes who is like a true blue New Yorker, such as like ourselves and just like, and brings that energy into that into audition room. It's like they probably want to see that same energy, but they probably want to see a same, that same energy from someone who is probably more local because they feel like mm-hmm. if they, because they feel like if someone comes from like New York City or something like that, or you know, something to that fact, it it it, it does like I don't want to say it, it puts us at a disadvantage because people who and it's probably the same thing over here where it's just like if someone who comes from LA and auditions here for like maybe a couple of like a week or so and they don't get any jobs because it's not like the same thing here because you know uh, I feel like I've been on auditions where they're looking for someone who is like really really like really really being who isn't really being true to themselves and not being authentic mm-hmm. And that's the thing about New York City. I mean, New York acting, or rather, yeah, that's the thing about New York acting, or at least you know, acting in the tri-state or in the East Coast, where it's just like they have much more. We have much more of a authentic nature of showing our emotions and stuff like that too. Yeah, I'm not sure, like I'm not sure if it's the same thought process for you, where it's just like, but again, it's like what you just said before. It's like you only visit LA for a couple of times, so you don't have like. I can't really, yeah, I wouldn't really. You can't say like, oh, yeah, like that. But I, but I did notice a whole different vibe, a whole different, just everything, energy vibe from people, from like the auditions, from everything. Um, for sure, it's it's a whole different, whole different thing, you know. But it's good to experience different things. I've also been to Atlanta, like not to audition or anything. I've just been there to visit as well, but. It's also different. Same thing. You have to drive. I feel like everywhere else that's not New York, you have to drive everywhere. You know what I mean? Like, um, Miami, I haven't auditioned either. And I don't feel like Miami is a good spot for that, to be honest. I feel like it's good for certain things, but not necessarily for the acting, I would say. I want to say Um, 
I don't want to say like Miami, but Florida wise is good if you want to be like working in a place like Disney World or Universal Studios or stuff like that too, where it's like you kind of like have a steady work of just working in a theme park for like almost like the entire, like an entire like half of a year or one third of a year. Like, yeah, one of those like seasonal, like seasonal jobs where you work like as like, like they do hire actors for like the, you know, whole like princesses and fairies and and all the like you know the custom stuff um i do see a lot of those auditions online so i've seen all of that where like you have to like go and live there and they offer you like contracted stuff i don't know if i will be able to do stuff like that though, <laughs> yeah that's like, more for people that like theater and that like the whole disney vibe and that all obviously look like the characters as well because you have to look yeah, like yeah. that too I kind of wish there was a Disney World in in around here, but there there isn't. So it's like Disney Disneyland or Disney World, and both are like on one opposite end of the coast, and the other one's like down all the way in Florida. And like, do I really want to go to Florida or go to the opposite end? Of the coast? Like, anyway, I heard I heard that the Florida one is better. Actually, oh, I, yeah. I mean, I've never been to the LA one ever. I've only been to the Florida one once in my lifetime, but it is a magical place, and it it, it is really why it's called a magical kingdom. But it's just like it is, it is like a magical vibe and stuff like that. Too. But uh, yeah, I I think when it all comes down to it, especially as an actor, is like, do you really want to? Uh, and this is my personal experience. It's like, and and again. You can't really say this for yourself because you've only been to LA a couple of times. But in the end, I think there's probably a lot more better opportunities here in New York City rather than, I mean, of course, you know, if you live in LA, there's probably going to be like tons of opportunities per day. But I yeah. feel like, I feel like there's much more opportunities here because of the people who you get to know, especially in New York City. And, you know, uh, and it's funny because if you do live in New York City, like a lot of these people that you do know is like you may know them for a couple of months and or like half a year or maybe even two years and then they're gone. And then, but if 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 you work in LA, it's probably like a small world over there where it's just like a lot of these people that you know in LA, it's like you already know them. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's anyway. That I, I feel like that's a good point to end this end this uh, discussion. Uh, so I do have like, and also at the end of the episode too, where it's just like, I, I, I do feel like LA, New York versus LA is a whole different discussion. So, and I feel like that's a good round table discussion, which I Yeah, do. I feel like that's a good discussion that you should have. Like, it's like, yeah. um, like I you do should do like have, an episode just about that. Yeah, I, I do want to do like a round table discussions, but uh, I still have to figure that out too. So, and also figure out like a planning uh, planning so yeah uh, as i said uh this had uh i do have like three easy questions that's like very that's fairly easy uh, one uh even though you said that you weren't booking that much because of uh lockdown and stuff like that too do you have mm-hmm. anything that is in the pipe already that that is uh that people could be like oh she, you know, she just mentioned this on the uh, the podcast, and now it's coming out. Like, do you have anything that's coming out sooner that has? Yeah, do you have anything that's coming out that you want to promote? 
not at the moment actually which sucks i haven't um i have nothing coming out acting wise at the moment um i like i said i auditioned a lot but i actually didn't book anything which sucked um but i was actually really happy that i was still you know getting a massive good amount of auditions anyways you know what i mean like i was still pretty much putting myself out there even though i didn't concrete anything or whatever like i it was I was doing it very much every day. I was sending auditions almost every day, which was great. Um, yeah. But I just was, you know, I just, and then after that, I started working again once everything kind of like, because I didn't work for like almost, I didn't work for like six months. Yeah. I was on unemployment. I was just focusing on that. And then <clears throat> I started working again. And obviously I went a little broke, you know, so as we all probably did. So that's why now I'm kind of like just focusing on like re- building and like making yeah. my money again and like kind of like being set again so I could like you know focus on the acting again and stuff like that you know it's, so yeah I don't really have any new projects coming out but I'm definitely going I'm I'm definitely still auditioning and like pushing things and I I want to go back to taking some more acting classes it's always good to have training but the thing is I don't want to do virtual stuff yeah, you want to you know, go. I wish I could just do it. I just want to go to like a place, like a like a studio and, and work. I think that's and, you know, actually interact with other actors. I don't want to do it online, you know. Yeah, I think there are places like that, but you just really have to really, really look into where the, you know um, like into that stuff. But even though that you don't have any stuff coming out, do you have any stuff that you have done that people could actually go and actually see your work? Yeah, I've done I've done a bunch of of short films, and the last one I did is called Cue the Sun." Um, wait, where did you go? Oh, there you go. Um, and it's really, really, it's a really great um short film um that I did. I have a really small role in that in that short film, but it was really nice, and it actually won like a few awards, I believe, um, in this like little festival thing. So. I can probably give you the links to that somehow. So yeah, you can just send it to me like on Facebook Messenger or something like that. Or just yeah, and then I could just like have you guys, yeah, like so that people could like go and watch it. That was that one, that one was really nice. Um that one was the last short film I did actually. Um, so this was before everything closed down. Yeah. Uh, um but yeah, it's it's nice. It's about um it's like a cute little love story, you know. I, I have like a like a small role in it. It's really nice. Um, so you know, you you should watch it too. I feel like you would like it. No, I, I think cue the sun, cue the sun. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely probably be watching it a little later, like when I come back. Uh, uh, I'll definitely watch it. Like, be messaging you later. I was like, well, you weren't kidding. Uh, like I did. <laughs> uh, so do you have any? Uh, and I feel like this is another discussion too especially as an actor but uh do you have any social media that you want to plug like youtube uh twitter yeah i'm in there I'm, i have all of it um i can spell it out for you or i can also email it to you because i have a lot i have youtube i have tiktok i have instagram facebook you know everything Every, uh, I have twitter it, <laughs> is it normally just under one handle or is it just like multiple uh handles it's most of them are under my same first and middle name. The only one that's a little different is my my Instagram, but um, but the the other ones are all pretty much the same. 
So it's basically my first and middle name, Mirka Iraiz. Oh, okay. Much. And yeah, yeah that, I think that's probably easy to find, uh, find you. So it's like, man, and also I usually do like a little thing that, that, that shows, uh, that shows like what the thing is and also if someone's listening on this online or something like that i usually do have like a um uh what's my call i do link to you know all that stuff too so i do link yeah i, I link to whoever's like listening or watching like this but yeah it, it's i i, I again I, I i feel like social media and an actor is a whole different discussion but yeah i'm trying not to go into another discussion at all already uh <laughs> no, i feel like there's so many things that you could discuss it just kind of keeps coming yeah. like things just come and kind of like pop up and you're like oh i could talk about this you know uh, but yeah and i think my in my last question uh, too is fairly it's fairly easy but do you have any advi advice to those who are actors actresses especially living in new york city or they might not be living in new york city i've had I've had listeners who live in Ireland and Texas too, who are listening to us. So this, oh. this podcast is international, so. <laughs> well, I feel like, um, well, the first thing, honestly, I just feel like <clears throat> you have to really have a mindset of that, like it's obviously not the easiest of, of jobs in the sense that like, you can't have like a mentality where like, you get disappointed easily you know you have to really know that everything is at the end of the day everything is like a it's like a market you know and like a lot of times it's not even you like i used to get like upset like when i first started like if i didn't like book something like if i went to an audition and i didn't book it like i'll feel away but it's like it's not always like you could be the most talented most amazing impressive actor actress out there it's just more i i realize that everything is more about the look than anything else um so i just feel like you have to have a really strong mindset um and really kind of like know that you need a you know really do your research get your training go on auditions kind of like put your put yourself out there as much as you can um yeah. and just have a really strong mentality and like a really strong character because it's like everything else there's a lot of rejection too and it's not necessarily like I said because like I like I said like right now I haven't booked anything but like I'm not gonna let like that discourage me or be like oh yeah like I guess I'll just drop this like I'm not gonna you know you just have yeah. to really keep doing the work and really just you know take as much training as you can because that's what kind of like matters the most at the end of the day they like to see all this training that you have um keep training keep you know working on your monologues working your scenes working on your things and just i would say get an agent i mean I, it's hard to get an agent you could i mean you just have to kind of like keep um putting yourself out there and stuff like that but um yeah i would say if you don't live in new york per se or like in a big city like that I would say plan on moving to a bigger city. It does help. Um, but I'm talking like, I feel like if you live in like, in a, I'm saying like, if you live in a super small town where there's like nothing, then you might yeah. consider, you know. But if you live in a place where you could get stuff, then I would I would start there and then move from there. And then just yeah. kind of like build from there. And then I feel like if they heard, well, I mean, they heard our discussion. Um, 
they could choose between New York and LA and kind of like see the pros and the cons. Like yeah. we said, LA, you need a car. New York, you don't really need a car. Um, you just have to think about all the pros and cons and just kind of like, like I said, um, do your research. Like I said, when I started, I didn't know anything. I didn't even know how to send a self-tape. I didn't even know how to do Like, I remember one time I sent a self-tape and I didn't even like have a reader. So <laughs> the person went they got back to me and they said that they loved the fact that I at least that, that I memorized it and that, and that I did a great job but they were like you need to have a reader like it makes a fucking difference like it's just yeah for the future learn and I also didn't know like I had to have like a nice background like that every all of those little details you learn in time but yeah I would just say whoever is aspiring to do this to do the work, study, get training, put yourself out there, get your headshots, invest. That's another thing that when you work in things like this, is that you have to get your headshots. You have to yeah. do this. You have to go. And, and it's an investment, but it's an investment for your career. You yeah. know, so it's definitely something that people need to. Because like I said, I used to have horrible headshots too. <laughs> like yeah. my headshots were, I feel like it didn't even look like me. <laughs> and yeah. I still got booked with those headshots, believe it or not, which was actually crazy. I can't believe it. I but, think, um, like my headshot, it's like I only have one headshot, and that's and, and that headshot has been like very basically been my headshot for past like say, a few years, and I really hasn't. I aside from maybe the glasses, I really haven't changed at all aside from how I look. So I actually haven't changed. I I haven't changed. I've looked the same for like 10 years, I think. Um, so literally, I don't, I feel like I don't age. You know, I, everyone tells me they look, I look the same, like from when I was like 20 or whatever. So um, yeah, I mean, if you don't change much, you don't need to keep investing on headshots, obviously, you know, yeah. but just, just get a good headshot that you can put yourself out there. I, oh, I would also say consider actors access, consider all of those things casting networks backstage are all good sites um to find auditions for anyone who's aspiring um that's those are the ones i use yeah actors access is probably like the best for acting for sure so and again that's a that's a whole other discussion is like what do you yeah but i mean i suggest that to like the people that are starting like like because you know it's 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 hard to find auditions sometimes Time. so a lot of people yeah. probably might be like oh i don't know where to find an audition like i don't know where where to go like it's not like you could just google an audition you know so those are the sites um that i use and that most people use and um yeah, yeah and i and feel like even if you're brand new and you haven't done anything like maybe they're scared they're like i can't go on a, an audition because i don't have a resume i don't have this just just get a shot or of you just a picture even if it's not a you know what i mean and, and you start somewhere you gotta start somewhere yeah and you don't have a resume and under any no circumstance especially if you are a new actor do not go under the casting casting agency like i think it's five casting or something like that i just don't remember offhand but it's always that casting agency that's like five cat is like it's something along the lines of like five casting or something like that and it's a I've heard a lot of stories about that place and a lot of that stories have been uh, about how a lot of actors have been screwed over because of the work that they got and and 
or they never got paid or something like that and yeah you have to watch out for scams too for sure um always also be careful like when you go on on an audition look at the location see what location they're sending you most auditions usually most of them are in the city um and in places where auditions take place so if they send you like a weird address i mean i feel like all of this is common sense but it's also good to tell people like you know be mindful of where you're going what address they're giving you if it's something weird if it looks iffy um i had an audition that i went to i had been in that place multiple times um to audition and the person didn't show up it was the most sketchiest thing um they basically like no one ever showed up like for the audition like it wasn't even like so wow. I went and basically waited and I was just like and then I, I think the guy ended up emailing me that same night saying that he like was hospital some weird thing but it was it was sketchy and I was like that's that was probably like the weirdest one of the weirdest experiences I've had with auditions where they just basically left me there like hanging <laughs> and they didn't even show up to the audition it's crazy um but like, yeah just pretty much that you know consider those sites and do the research definitely get yourself some headshots invest on that and yeah just audition so and, that's my advice and on that note uh that's a good way to end the episode uh uh mira me- 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 yeah i i think i, <laughs> I, I love like it I- Again, I'm sorry for mispronouncing a name or at least trying to. No, not. you're fine. It's a hard name, so don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, and I'm partly dyslexic too, so I'm trying not to say, you know, Micah or something like that. So it's like, so, but yeah, thank you for being a great guest on, on this podcast of mine. Uh, and anyone who's still watching and listening, uh, please be safe, be careful, wear a damn mask, and until next time. Thank you, guys.